This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. What is your opinion on Andrew Tate? I know some people that know him. And they said that he always has been professional. He keeps his word. He treats the women that he's interacted with that these friends of mine know well. However, there are plenty of clips on the internet. Um, we're actually podcasts, like the, the Full Send podcast, if you watch the whole thing. And there was a couple others where he was talking about his webcam business. And so he's laughing about how he would have these women, I guess when he first started, like set the first three or four that he had were like ex-girlfriends of his. They started working as webcam girls. And he said at first when the girls would talk to the guys, it's like nothing would happen. The dudes wouldn't send any money or anything. So he says, we unplugged the girl's keyboard and we had me or some of the other guys, in other words, men, pretending to be the woman so what I did is I unplugged their keyboards and plugged a new one in from me behind the screen. So the chicks would sit there and hit a keyboard that wasn't plugged in. And me and my brother and eventually some staff I trained would do all the talking. The girls were just pure, just famosers, just laughing. And they basically proceeded, like I remember one instance in particular, this guy took out, you know, so what happens is these guys would start a relationship with these webcam girls, at least they think they are. Yeah. And over the years, I've had lots of guys that have come to me that got involved with webcam girls or girls that they started, you know, hanging out with in the webcam, then eventually moved to meeting in person and dating. And uh, so I've had a lot of experience as a coach from that perspective of the guys that are talking to webcam girls. And so what he and the rest of his the guys that were involved, it's like you had the pretty girls acting like they're typing away, messaging this guy, when in reality it's Andrew Tate and his other dudes are the ones actually typing out the messages. Yeah. And the idea is they're, they would present this, and again, this is all like Full Send Podcast is one of the ones where he really laid it out well that I remember. And he laughed about it and he bragged about, at least one guy in particular, took $250,000 out of the equity in his house to send to this girl I had these guys selling their houses, life savings, loans, all of it to me. Give me it all. Because he's thinking that she'll be able to pay off her debts and get her visa and then she can come and they'll be together. Now, most people here now think, well, that's kind of delusional to think that a webcam girl is going to hang out with you. But that's one of the worst ways that you can swindle and fuck somebody over is to manip manipulate them emotionally, especially using a pretty girl to basically make a guy believe that he's talking to a genuine person. Even though she's on screen, it's Andrew and the rest of his guys are pretending to be the girl, and the idea is to get the guy to part with his money and to make the guy think that they're going to be together. and and use fear and manipulation to cause the guy to continually give more money until he's basically out of money and he just we were taking their money all of it if they they come and say <laughs> what kind of all of it we we're fucking milking them dry 
So when you hear that, that they're, he's basically swindling like a fucking psychopathic criminal would do, swindling people out of a lot of money, a quarter million dollars, and laughing about it as if that's some kind of yeah. big accomplishment. And when he talks about politics and masculine and other things, I totally agree with the majority of the things that he said. But him as a person, him as a human being, it's he's a fucking criminal. He acts like a criminal. He thinks like a criminal. And if you're on podcasts bragging about, you know, a, how you swindled some poor, lonely, gullible dude out of his life savings or the equity in his house, and you think, well, it, you know, he was stupid enough to send the money. It's, and you're proud of that. That's how you got your start. It's like I don't have any respect for that at all. That's not a, a man I would want to associate with in any way. I mean, he—that's what a criminal does. That's why people that behave that way end up in jail. And so, you know, you can't outrun karma. You can't go around swindling. I don't know how many men he did this to throughout the world, where he literally swindled them out of you know a group of dudes. I don't know how many millions and millions of dollars under false pretenses and. That's how you built your life and you built your business is screwing people over and stealing their money and making them pretend, pretending that they're talking to a girl that this guy's emotionally getting wrapped up and invested in. And every guy that's ever had his heart broken knows how excruciatingly unpleasant it is to go through a breakup and to be doing that to another human being, especially men. It's like I have zero respect for that. That ain't a man. That's a criminal. That dude belongs in jail. If that's the kind of shit that he's doing and bragging about it and he thinks it's funny and also he laughed about it, he didn't really feel any remorse for it. You feel bad or no? Fuck no. Give a solitary fuck. It's like I don't have any respect for that guy. He's just he's just a common criminal, a common thief. And, you know, you look at, I mean, we go back to Al Capone. Al Capone was a gangster. The other thing with Andrew, he's always saying how he's the top G. Top G is for top gangster. In other words, as Maya Angelou said, when somebody tells you who they are, believe them the first time. So if he's the top gangster of all gangsters because he's swindling dudes out of their life savings by having women and men on his team basically manipulate these guys, it's like that dude has zero integrity. He's, that's yeah. not a man. That's a dude that belongs in jail and away from the general public. And all the stuff that's going on in Romania... I don't know what the deal is with all that. I know they've, I guess they filed charges. You know, he deserves to have his day in court. But, I mean, you look at Al Capone. Al Capone did not get brought down for his bootlegging or the St. Valentine's Day massacre that him and his gang pulled off. But they went after him and used the tax code because that was the only thing they could really get Al Capone on because anybody that got in the way just got murdered or got paid off or bought off. And so they went after him for tax evasion. And that's how they eventually put Al Capone in jail. Spent a lot of years at Alcatraz. He had syphilis. And and uh, he ended up... That, that derailed Al Capone's career. Honorable Man is not going to behave that way. And is certainly not going to go on podcasts and incriminate themselves and brag about all the bullshit that, that they have done and laugh about all the felonies that they've committed and they moved to Romania because it's highly unlikely that he would get extradited to anywhere in the West for any of his felonies that he joked around and laughed that he did. And so 
when I hear things like that, when I see him on a podcast bragging about this shit, it's like, it's disgusting. I don't have any respect for that dude at all. And so when you behave that way and you act that way, karma is going to come for him and his brother and everybody else that is associated with. And they might not end up getting put in jail for the things that they actually did. There may be other things that they come after him, but he's not a good dude. He's not a good man. He's not an honorable person. I wouldn't do have anything to do business-wise with the guy. I wouldn't want to associate with him. It's like somebody that has that kind of attitude, I would never trust him with a girlfriend. If I was a married dude, I wouldn't trust him with my wife. I wouldn't trust him with my kids. I wouldn't want him anywhere near me or anybody I associate with. And that's, that's the harsh reality. He's not a good guy. He's a criminal. He acts like a criminal. And he behaves like a criminal. And justice is going to come for him. It looks like it is coming for him. Now, I don't... Again, I don't know what's going to happen with the court case, but if it's not that, it'll be something else that he'll do because, you know, you reap what you sow in life. That's a universal principle. You cannot outrun it. And behaving that way and joking and laughing about swindling dudes out of their money that they really can't afford to lose and and manipulating them and making them think that they're going to have a relationship with this girl and you're just stealing their money and as soon as their money's gone, it's like, see you later. It's like... We got to the point where we had these guys falling in love with my models, serious, big time in love, right? Sending crazy money. That's disgusting. That's a disgusting human being. That's, he's, that's just, that's, that's atrocious. It's like no respect for the guy. Zero. Not a man. That's not how a man behaves. That's how a scoundrel and a criminal and a dude that belongs in prison acts. Telling you what a, bragging about what a gangster they are, and apparently some of his associates are, are known gangsters as well, is like, I have to assume he's a gangster and a criminal because he's proud of it. Yeah. He says, I'm the top G. I'm the best G that's ever been or whatever the fuck he says. And it's like, uh, he's a dirtbag. Any guy that I ever, like I've ever known that were like, oh, I love Andrew Tate. He's the best out of this. Turned out to not be so good. <laughs> they were not honorable men. Not yeah, he's got good. a lot of people in the right bamboozled with his bullshit and his lies and his dishonesty. But it's like, you're, you can't outrun karma, man. <laughs> it's coming for him. It's coming hard. He's going to get it good and hard. He's going to get everything he deserves. Yeah, sometimes the right's a little easily bamboozled sometimes. Like, yep. and the wrong thing. But I think that's both sides, but the right definitely falls victim to Yeah, it. everything's so polarized. Yeah. Everybody just lines up behind their tribe and just assumes, you know, it's like a lot of people, a lot of the influence, Candace Owens, all these other people, even Tucker Carlson, you know, went and interviewed him. And I don't know if Tucker saw the Full Send podcast, but, you know, he didn't bring up any of those those things so it's like that's that's just not good top g top criminal he belongs in jail last week we went in depth and discussed we're talking about the full send podcast where he's basically laying out how he would in essence scam men gullible men out of the all of their equity in their house because these guys are sending money thinking that they're gonna rescue these girls from their bad situations pay their debts off, and then they're going to live happily ever after. And it's just a horrible way. It's like one of the worst ways you can manipulate people. So Abba and Preach, who um, I found out about these guys in the last few months, and I've watched some of their clips. And what I like about them is that they seem to be telling it like it is. They just like, what's the evidence? Here's the facts. This is what we got. And so they did a short video this past week, and the title of it, which you should go check out on their channel, 
was new leaks show group chats of Andrew Tate bragging about trapping women. And so these are conversations that are happening between Tate and some of the people that are part of his um, university. Um, I think they're called the War Room. And so it was like a course basically teaching other guys how to, in, in essence, entrap women through the lover boy method, which he's been accused of, and it's all been laid out by the prosecutors in Romania. And I guess there's other governments involved in this because he did it across state lines, and he's always you know, bragging about it, how he's the top G. And you know, one of the guys that I, I forgot to mention last week for you in the context of the video, there was a guy that, was in, that took over the Gambino crime family. Um, his name was John Gotti. And he had Sammy the Bull Gravano was his, you know, his right-hand man. And they basically, John Gotti murdered Paul Castellano, who was the existing godfather for the Gambito crime family at that time. Very publicly in front of his steakhouse. He was there, I guess, with his bodyguard. So he had a routine. He always went to the same place to eat, ate at the same table. He always had the bodyguard. And so he's, I guess, you know, a couple of his hitmen basically showed up and shot to death Paul Castellano and his bodyguard. And it was all over the networks. It was all over the whole country because it was, it was so public and so brazen. And then over the years in the eighties and in the nineties that, you know, John Gotti developed, he was a lot like Andrew Tate, very flashy, nice clothes, nice suits. He gets on camera. He's very respectable, very jovial, laughing, jokester kind of guy, just the kind of dude that was like, oh, this is all nonsense. I'm not a gangster. This is, you know, this kind of, added, like, entertain as, oh, this is, you know, I'm just being nice to girls. It's not a, the, all these things I'm being accused of or, you know, totally so it's not. the Matrix coming out of Yeah, it's the sense. Matrix coming after me. And, you know, John Gotti was like, oh, it's just the government doesn't like successful people. And, you know, they're coming after, you know, me and my associates. And, and then meanwhile... What later came out was a lot of the stuff had been recorded, and uh, there were wiretaps, and the you know Gotti was just he was a psychopath, and Matt you know he had no problem killing anybody that got got in his way, and he was very arrogant about it, and he was very flashy, and get, you know he got off a lot. And it was like three or four times the government went after him, and each time they were able to get the case thrown out or the jury acquitted him. And so then he goes on TV and he brags and all oh, these idiots in the FBI. And, you know, so he's constantly sticking his finger in the eye of the man, basically saying, hey, you can't touch me. And he, he even had a nickname called the Teflon Don because he was, you know, the godfather. And so left. nothing stuck, you know, no charges could stick. And then I remember eventually when they finally brought him down, his very famous lawyer, who also kind of looked like a gangster himself, somehow got disqualified and wasn't allowed to represent him. And uh, he ended up getting found guilty. And he spent the rest of his life in prison, ended up dying, I think, of throat cancer, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago. But like I said, he was very flashy because, you know, most historically the Italian mafia guys are like, they're very quiet. They don't like attention. They don't like media attention. They did not like John Gotti always being in front of the cameras and, because he brought a lot of attention on the family that, quite frankly, they didn't like. And he kept giving the hairy middle finger to the government and antagonizing them. And, you know, they kept coming after him, and eventually they got him. And I see the same kind of behavior 
and Andrew Tate just summoned his nose at everybody. And then you look at like the Tucker Carlson interview, which was um, some of the they, they showed some clips on this uh, on Aben Preach. It was only like 16, 17 minute long clip. And so they go through some of the text exchanges between Tate and, you know, what he's saying to some of these girls, like one of them that he had had trafficked. And so, like, you know, the way it, it typically works is they have, um, you know, a woman that they call the, the bottom bitch, if you will. Like she's the um, like his right hand girl. And so he uses manipulation and the right hand girl is the one that, you know, basically is the final closer that gets the girl who was never into any kind of adult work or sex work or can work or any of that stuff to agree to start doing those things. It was very carefully laid out, very manipulative, very specific tactics, very specific. You know, when I came, I, you know, I was trained in sales and spent a lot of time studying that when I got into real estate. And so you see a lot of those tactics show up in his manipulation, leaving the girl hanging, getting her in love with him, and then making her think he's going to dump her, isolating her from her friends. And so all of this stuff is, has been verified that these are the actual text conversations. But, you know, Tate goes on Tucker Carlson. He interviewed a lot. A lot of people interviewed him, and he just sits there and with a smile on his, just like Don Gotti did, and just is like, oh, shucks, this is, you know, kind of nonsense. It's the Matrix coming after me. And in reality, when you see these texts and things, you were like, well, that's pretty damn manipulative. But then when you look at how he was bragging about how he was manipulating guys out of their life savings because they think they're going to get together with these girls, and he's laughing about it. And so were the guys that were interviewing him on the podcast were laughing right along with it because Andrew Tate tended to have some of the same political beliefs. And it's like a lot of the things he talks about politically – and male-female dynamics, I, I agree with. But when you see the manipulation and how he swindled dudes out of their life savings and then what he's done with these girls, it's like not a good dude. So Erica, Jocelyn, as women, what do you – what do you, what was – you heard all the texts because we just all sat and watched this clip together. What do you guys think? vulgar way that he was describing this woman to his uh bros which were the other the war room members that were paying paying to learn how to be a trafficker basically correct um was absolutely disgusting yeah, she was just very much objectified yeah and i mean true. I, I don't care if it's a woman or a man who is being spoken about like that? You don't you don't do that to a human being. You don't put them in a situation where you know you're about to destroy their life. I mean, yeah, in like in that say that text exchange, he was like taking her, he got her to move away from her hometown, literally you're, cut off from her. Yeah, all her you're alienating and her. You're and then the you're thing. yeah. You're, he says he I almost feel evil. He says, but I'm I'm a shepherd. She's definitely got a god complex. Sheep. With he, a smile on his face, you know. He's he's smi- just like John Gotti, he was always smiling. Meanwhile, he's trying to She's become totally dependent. She's been alienated, become an outcast from her own family. From, she's friendless. Oh, she's friendless. She's got no um, money. Yeah. She's in another and country. It's all because of the lie that he made up and it was just to control her and make her do what 
he really wanted her to do, which was to go and work for him in this sex trafficking thing. The webcam business, and, the OnlyFans. The OnlyFans, whatever it is. To me, it's all sex trafficking because if you're forcing someone to do something sexually, that's some sort of... Well, he would claim that he's not forcing them. He's manipulating them. Right. He's manipulating you, reality to manipulating, make them believe things that are untrue. Exactly. If you're manipulating someone to do something that they're uncomfortable with sexually in the beginning and you just keep prying and being a persistent poppy, they already gave you their, like, first answer, their gut answer. So if you keep prying and prying and prying, I, I, I'm going to speak for most women, um, women are going to be very uncomfortable. Uh, you're always working. Why don't you work for me so we spend more time together? Work for you doing what? So I'll have a webcam business. Oh, I don't want to do that. So, okay, I know you don't want to do that, but listen, come, let's have a meeting. Let's just talk about it. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. Fine. But let me explain it to you properly. In fact, I'll bring one of the girls who works for me. Your bottom bitch is the one who does the selling. You don't do the selling. The girl has to hear it from a girl. And this is where your bottom bitch has to be trained. So I said it's so important to have a good first girl. Thing, like not only like a, a moral line you're yeah, crossing. Don't matter to them. That's the whole. I point. understand that, but then that's that's that, where that's he why shouldn't he belongs be. In jail, yeah. and eventually he's going to end up there. It's like, and there's so much evidence. There's you know all this stuff is out there in the internet. He's made videos. He's done podcasts where he literally and laid he, it out and like spelled it out. Yeah, he states that he's flying women out, that he get gets them to uh, like him, and that he falls in, like he f gets them to fall in love with him, and then he makes them work for him so that he can make a profit. Like it's all a game to. Him. I use sex as a tool to make women love me, so they'd obey me and live in my house to make me money. That, that's what I want. That's the absolute worst, horrible way that you can manipulate people. He was manipulating men and women emotionally through relationships or promise of a relationship or a prospect of a relationship or sex and love, whatever you want to call it. And then it's, it's cutting everything off, too. It's so just that's a predator. Way it's, yeah. you know, there's no other way uh, to describe it. That's what it. I was going to say. very he's, predatory. He is, he's, he's not a good person. There's a certain type of woman that he goes after, broken homes not really strong ties with their family, their relationship. So it's very easy to, you know, alienate her from her family and isolate her from them because of what he, you know, the lifestyle, the picture of Ibiza that he sends, you know, when she's doubtful so she can see the lifestyle that she's going to get when she goes there and how he isolates the girl once she gets in country and leaves her at the house with one of his other, you know, the bottom bitch girl, as, as he called it. So he really is a pimp. Yes. Yes, that's why he's facing sex trafficking charges. He admits it. Yeah. And you, but too, could get a degree being... in Pimpin' Ho University. I don't want a degree to be a pimp. So, yeah, on corporatetape.com, I have my Ph.D. program, and that is, uh, Ph.D. is a uh, Pimpin' Ho's degree. That I'm... Um, Clever. And that, Clever. That, that, that teaches basically how I got girls... How I met girls, how I got girls to like me, how I got girls to fall in love with me to work on webcam for me. What the? Fuck? That's pretty cool. That's what he was. That was what his university what? would give you. What is wrong? It was a PhD. Was it like Tate University or Cobra University? It's called, I think. Um, it was called the War Room.
And that was no, I think I guess, that special group. That was though. part of the court, one of the courses, I guess. Oh yeah, that's I like think it's supposedly course. about self help now, or I don't know yeah. what he's doing. My mind he's right now it. is like pop rocks. I, I cannot even comprehend that this actually went on. How long did this? And all the people on the right, Candace Owens, all of them, had just bleh, they've been drooling all over him. Nobody looked, even Tucker Carlson. I mean, the stuff Wait, was out there. The no podcasts way. were out there, and I'm he sorry. did no research. I'm going to interrupt, but there's no way that these chicks did not make money. They made money, I'm not but saying like they didn't make 35% money, of what they could have made if they did themselves. They probably lost like okay, 65%. Okay, you know, I can't do math, so... Like well, that. the other thing that he said was when the girls were typing and the reason why he unplugged their keyboards is because they sucked at it and they were – the guys were sending them no money. And as soon as the, him and the rest of the guys started bullshitting and making stuff up, the money started flowing. It was all a scam. The whole thing was a scam. Everything he, – he's a scammer. He's a scam artist. Women haven't got a clue how to famoose a dude. They don't have – because they rely on their looks. They don't have any of the intellect. They have no game. Nothing. <laughs> they're some, they're, they're some, nothing. They're nah. You get you get a man. You get a man with game and give him a female's body, a female avatar. We he win. will fuck a guy up. Think about I mean, the like emotional the pain and the devastating financial consequences that Andrew Tate has caused. Who knows how many men all over the world and women for that matter. I'm, I'm thinking about all those women's fathers. Well, in a lot of cases, the father wasn't around. You don't know that. Well, a lot of the it's cases. It's the broken homegirls. The women that there was a certain type. A good family-oriented girl ain't going to fall for that, typically. That's so true. Yeah. That's why he She's got no got father to, to go to. She doesn't get along with her mother. Bad family, bad neighborhood, broke, but very beautiful. She's per perfect target to get manipulated by somebody like him he's famous he's supposedly rich how is he famous for doing this <laughs> infamous basically he's famous for being a pimp well he originally started out as a kickboxer he was like two or three time world champion kickboxer so he, when he was in his 20s physically beat the shit out well, of the him. other thing that was implied in the Aben preach um that that georgina would basically threaten the girls with physical violence if they didn't comply so is there Georgina was a, a boy or girl? It's a woman. It's one of the top the women in his She was one of the ones the that got bitch. charged. Wait, I have notes. She um, was the bottom bitch, in other words. In other words, she's like the number two yeah. person. She's like the right hand. So there was Georgina and there was a second woman that he okay, yeah, yeah. in the text exchanges that I and Preach were going through. Which by the way, they did a great job. Yes. I, I appreciate the fact that Yeah. It's hard to find people that that actually look at the evidence and tell like it is and are are not trying to bullshit or scam people. So I appreciate that. And they call out people that are running scams and shit. So the world needs more of that. So kudos to them for just calling a dude out, just like we're doing here, man. The lover boy method? Yeah, so the lover boy method is, hey, you know, come here, you'll be my girl, you and we'll live together, and we'll build businesses and empires together, and we'll live happily ever after and live this amazing life. And so he gets them there, and so he uses distance and um, manipulation to keep these women on pins and needles. Uh, remember, it's a scientific fact that women are more attracted to men whose feelings are unclear, and he's using that technique to basically keep women in the dark and be unclear about his intentions or whether – because the other thing he said was that 
he would make up a lie about like one of the girls that he was um, manipulating. It was part of the uh, indictment against him. Was that um, she worked at a sex club? Yeah, he said. He said yeah, I got lie. some friends back home in your city, and I was told that you had talked to a lot of men and you worked in a sex club. And if that's the case, we can't be together. And she's like, "That's a lie." And so he's, and he even says in the text exchange, "It was a total lie. I made it up." But I'm because he used it. Because his whole idea is he's basically threatening to take away the relationship from the girl. And, and the idea is he wants her to justify herself to him so he can get her to comply with living with him, living with Georgina, and having no contact with anybody. She never goes out in public without Georgina or one of the other top girls or Andrew with them. And that's what he wants. He wants to be able to dominate Everything they do and who they interact with. So they remain totally isolated so nobody can come along and mess with the girls and, yeah. you so know, we're like, hey, you're cause them to stop earning yeah. for him. Because to him, they were just money mules. You know, he was just milking them for, for money. He's just a fucking dirtbag. Like I said last, I have zero respect for this guy. It's what a pathetic human being. 